Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Awesomes, welcome back to Awesome Today. I'm your host, Meg Teets, joined as I always am on a Monday by my co-sicky, co-COVID patient. Man, when when Can't will this end? I don't know. I'm so tired all the time now. I I honestly feel like this is our life now. Yes. You slept 12 hours last night. Yes, I did. And you're still tired. I'm still tired. And I normally, like my normal schedule is five, five and a half hours of sleep. So I literally, I slept for two nights last night. You did. Plus a little, and I'm just still, just wasted. We are both still so wiped out, and we keep having these very weird, random aches and pains. Yep, traveling. Yes. Very, very, it's stronger than an ache or pain. It's just very focused. It's like a literal traveling circus inside the body it is yeah hate it i'm hating it too i'm sure our friends the awesomes are hating hearing us talk about it every week get over it you old (laughs) bastards basically Fine. fine all right well hey if you are listening on release day monday february 14th happy valentine's day to you have a flower or a chocolate Mm, only if it's uh What's all the language now? Fair trade and yeah. something sourced and all that. Yeah, ethically yeah. sourced. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got to have ethical chocolates. Um, yes. I was at Trader Joe's last week doing a big piling up, stocking up of the groceries that we like from the Trader Joe's. Mm-hmm. I was buying groceries, but a number of people were at Trader Joe's simply to buy the flowers, and namely roses. From what I hear, not a small quantity. No, there were a couple of people. I, I told Kyle, I usually get there pretty early on weekday mornings. This That's is, how you know your hot stuff. 
That's right. Well, this was the hottest I've ever been at Trader Joe's because I was there before they unlocked the doors at 8 o'clock. And I wasn't the only one. There were a number of people waiting in line at 8 to get into Trader Joe's. Again, I grabbed my cart to go hit up the hash brown section and the, what else was I getting? Salsas and all kinds of stuff. Ethically sourced salsas. Mm -hmm, Yes. But a number of people had not one cart, but two carts, and they were just filling them up with flowers and baby's breath and all kinds of fresh greenery, roses. Trader Joe's had quite a display out, and they were just going to town on them at 8 o'clock in the morning. So That feels unethically sourced. I know. It feels like, hey, save some for the rest of us, okay? Yeah, it's a little, it's a little aggressive. It was very aggressive, Trader Josing for the the flower shoppers that day. Um, last night, AJ and I went for a little drive after you went to sleep. I wouldn't know. AJ is our eighth, I, I eighth was grader. Asleep. You were <laughs> zonked out. Um, AJ being our eighth grader, she loves to go for a drive to chit chat. So we she were, likes a captive audience. <laughs> It's the only time she gets a captive audience, and she's got a lot of words. So we were talking, and uh, this was a Saturday night as we were doing this, and she was like, "Um, is Valentine's Day a holy day of obligation? (laughs) She was worried we'd have an an extra mass this week. She hates going to the extra masses. (laughs) I assured her it is not. St. Valentine's? He's a dude, though. He is. So we used to do the saint name generator yes. at the beginning of every year. Yes. St. Valentine was mine That's the last right. time we did it. Yeah. It's been a couple years, though. We kind of, we've fallen off the, the saint wagon, the well, saint chariot. <laughs> yeah, we fell off the saint chariot. I think at the start of this year, we were just kind of numb from the, the collective ongoing it's possible. Lifeness of the past few years that we forgot to get our saints. Maybe we should go ahead and do that now. Is it too late? I don't think so. What if what if the one you get there, Saint Day's already passed? Well, then it is too late, and you're a big disappointment to yourself, to the saint, and to the church. Uh-oh. I'm doing it. I'm literally you're saying let's it do it right, right now. now. Okay, are you ready? All right. Who should go first, me or you? Um, I feel like I should, so that you'll get the better one. <laughs> Okay. Here we go. This, yep. Ooh, what? Okay. St. Vincent de Paul. St. Vincent de Paul. You have not missed his feast day yet. It's true. I'll forget it by the time it gets here. It's late September, September 27th, 27th, to be exact. Okay, so St. Vincent de Paul is the patron of charitable workers, hospital workers, lepers. My favorite, the leper. <laughs> Lost articles. I did not know that. I didn't either. Uh, prisoners, spiritual help, and volunteers. Aren't you so glad you got St. Vincent de Paul for this year? Hopefully I don't get leprosy. (laughs) All right. This is also, I'll put a link in the show notes. This is saintnamegenerator.com. It was created by Jen Fulweiler years ago. It's really fun. When she was a Christian? She is still a Christian and a Catholic. (laughs) But now she's a hotshot stand-up comedian. I thought you were going to say hot poop but the other word hot shot you're a real hot shot aren't you (laughs) but you don't have to just do this at the beginning of the year you can pick a saint to get to know any time of the year Mm -hmm. so you have saint vincent de paul let's see who the randomness shall select for me for this year (laughs) 
Saint Hubert of Liège. Or is it Hubert? Hubert of Liège. It's French, right? Mm, he's the saint of archers. Dogs. Dog, dags, forest workers, hunters, machinists, mathematicians, no. metal workers, opticians, and precise <laughs> instrument makers. I feel like you and I got flip-flopped here. I, I think we were meant to go in the opposite order for sure. I, I want to see one of these archer dogs, though. Yes, definitely. His feast is November 3rd, so I also can breathe a sigh of relief. Good to know. I didn't All miss right. that Saint Hubert. <laughs> That's so funny. I've literally never heard of him. So there's yeah. a lot of them out there. Gonna have to get to know him this year for sure. Except I really don't want to know more about math or mathematicians. Fine. That explains a lot. Do you still consider yourself a mathematician? I am a mathematician. Okay. All right. Did you hear about the constipated mathematician? Yeah, I know. What he did. He worked it out with a pencil. Yep, he did. That's a classic dad joke. It is a classic dad joke. My dad told that joke. Yep, that's right. I remember him telling that joke. Okay. Did you ever see him work one out? (laughs) No. Okay. He wasn't a mathematician. No. I did see his naked buds. Sir, you may have a pencil, but you're no mathematician. Yeah, Yeah, you did see my dad's naked butt. (laughs) He thought it was hilarious, too. Yeah, he did. He it was by sheer accident, everyone. He me afterwards that I'd never be able to please you in the <laughs> aftermath. <laughs> All right. As you guys know, on Mondays, we like to talk about what is good for watching, reading, listening to, and adding to your lifestyle. Or lifestyling. Or lifestyling, if you'd like to make that a, an entire verb for yourself. Why not? Everything's a verb these Everything's days. Everything's a verb. So, watching-wise... We um, have watched nine out of ten episodes of season one of The Leftovers. Again, mm-hmm. you guys, this show, we've, we, br- we briefly mentioned it previously. This is very backlist. It came out in 2014, so we are not on the cutting edge by any stretch. No. Um, but we're up to the, the season finale, which we do need to make time to watch. Now, I've been assured by the good people of Reddit... Because there is, yes, an entire subreddit dedicated to The Leftovers. I've been assured, reading recent threads there, that season one is a bit of a slog, but that season two and three, there's only three seasons, season two and three of The Leftovers is some of the best television ever made, according to The Leftovers subreddit. So well, It feels like to me, like maybe in the last three episodes of season one was when the writers really figured out yeah. what what they were even doing. Exactly. Why, why are we even here? Exactly. Oh, we're, this show's actually being made? We were just bullshitting for the last six weeks. Yeah, pretty much. Um, as you and I have talked about, one of the showrunners of The Leftovers is Damon Lindelof. Previously, this was hot on the heels of him concluding um, being the showrunner for Lost, along with Carlton Cuse, and that Damon Lindelof seems to have kind of learned a few lessons from Lost and the ongoingness and the unsolved mysteries of it all. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to the fact that I've been assured, again, Reddit has never let me wrong, right? <laughs> Indeed. Indeed. That uh, that this is all going to come together and be satisfying as we continue on through it. <coughs> so, there's that. I personally, by myself, watched the new Netflix documentary, The Tinder Swindler. This is about a man who was an, is an Israeli man who 
basically crafted a life for himself, pretending to be the son of a diamond baron of Israel. And um, had created all the documents, had like, has like a bodyguard and all of this, like created this life. Basically, it was a Ponzi scheme, if you will, mm-hmm. where he would. Do we even know what that is, really? Okay. As, if, if I'm correct, I think that a Ponzi scheme is where you take money from people, let's say in an investment sense, right? That is, in fact, the sense that it exists. It's, okay. Yes. You take money from people to supposedly invest it, but you spend yes. that money. Maybe, and, maybe not. Okay. It's that the returns of earlier investors yes. are, are generated through the contributions of later investors. Yes, so. exactly. Well, he had done this in a romantic Tinder scheme, T-I-N-D-E-R, not the... Not the other kind of Tinder, the the dating app Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. Swipe left? I think you swipe right if swipe you want right. to make a match. Oh, well, maybe I didn't. I'm happily married, man. <laughs> we don't know how these things work. I don't know. I don't even know how to be married. <laughs> well, <clears throat> you've been doing a good job of faking it for 23 and a half years. That's a long time. Um, so basically, he would take money, he would like create these scenarios where he would convince the woman he was dating that his quote unquote enemies were after him, and that because he is the son of this diamond like fortune, that he has people constantly coming after him and trying to kidnap him and hold him hostage, and he has to have money. But all of that money that he was taking in from the, the current girlfriend, he was using to basically like catfish the next girlfriend. Okay. So there's like private jet charters and $5,000 a night hotel rooms, but he's using the current girlfriend's money, mm-hmm. thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. to entice the next um, Mark, I guess you could say. Does that make sense? Yeah. Where? Why didn't you have all this money when we were dating? <laughs> I know. These women, bless their hearts, were like taking out all of these loans with all these creditors. This all takes place in Europe where apparently it's pretty easy. Pretty easy to get a loan for your boyfriend? Yes. To okay. secure thousands and thousands of dollars in loans. No offense. If you die, I'm going to Europe. Okay. You should. I bet you could make a penny or two over there doing well, a similar thing. Or a euro. Or a euro. Tuppence or something. (laughs) So I did watch that. It's like it's a it's a one and done documentary. It's not a docuseries. Um it it was interesting. I've definitely seen more riveting documentaries, but it, it was interesting just to see how the whole story plays out. So I also started, but I haven't finished the new Netflix series that's not a docuseries. It's a it's a scripted drama series called Inventing Anna. And this, it tells the story of Anna Delvey, who was a con woman who convinced people that she was an heir to this huge uh, fortune in Germany and tricked many, many, many upper crust people of New York society. Mm-hmm. 
The Upper Crustalon? The Upper Crustalon, yes. And this is fictionalized, but it is based on a long-form essay or expose, I guess, um, that was originally written by Jessica Pressler for New York Magazine. Um, they kind of took that her story and adapted it into this series on Netflix called Inventing Anna. Interestingly, Anna Delvey, the con woman in this series, is played by Julia Garner, whom you know and love from Ozark. She plays... Oh, what's the blonde girl's name? I don't remember. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Angry. She's like the best character on there. Unfair. Oh, okay. There are many well-developed, fascinating characters. She's a good one. It's unfair. Ruth. Ruth. She plays Ruth on Ozark. Let me see a picture of her that doesn't look like Ruth. Okay, that's yep. that helps make it more believable. When all you can picture is Ruth, yeah, it's hard to imagine a high society yeah. con person. Yes. Yeah. So anyway, this is really fascinating, really well done. I'm very much enjoying it. Julia Garner is a fantastic actress, absolutely believable. Jennifer's sister. I looked it up to see if she was related. They're not. They're not. No, they're not. But I did double check to see. So. But she might date Ben Affleck later, so we'll see. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. She'll meet him on Tinder. Yes. Yeah. Um, in my COVID fog recovery time, I'm sad to say I have not been reading much. I did recently read The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, which is a rom-com romantic novel, contemporary romance that came out last year that lots and lots of people loved. It was huge on TikTok. If you can trust your recommendations mm-hmm. from TikTok, which I do. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. It was really cute and really good, fun romance. Okay. But I don't have anything more current than that because it's like my brain can't process yeah. words yeah. right now. I've, I've been reading the Dick and Jane books. Mm-hmm. That's about all the intellect I can handle right now. Yeah. That Dick is one character, <laughs> let me tell you. That's all you're going to say on that. Yeah. I don't want to spoil it. You can't say much. The stories are really short. I don't want to spoil it. Now, listening-wise. Yeah. You discovered a song this week. Yeah, it's not new. It's not new. But you loved it so much. I was listening. Well, I loved it because of things and stuff. I was listening to a random generated Spotify playlist. And... Wasn't wasn't really paying attention much, but then on came a song from Vampire Weekend called Oxford Comma. Mm-hmm. And it was a catchy enough little tune, but I was like, why do I know what an Oxford Comma is? But I couldn't think of it. Yeah. And so I had, like a nerd, I had to go look it up. And then my whole world both erupted and came crashing down and resurrected like the phoenix. I learned, when I was learning how to properly grammar and write and all of that, the Oxford comma was the thing. This is when you have a list of items, the Oxford comma is the comma that would go before and. Right. This, this, comma, and this. And and I didn't realize the grand turmoil over this. Oh, it is quite the controversy. Well, expound, English person. Well, the Oxford comma was absolutely common accepted usage in the English language for who knows how long. Well, at least a hundred years ago when I was first learning to write (laughs) in English. Yes. 
Um, but in recent years, I would say in the last 10 to 15 years, it's become more modern, more contemporary to leave out the Oxford comet. Well, I would say longer than that. Because okay. I remember, again, this is how I learned to write. Yeah. But I can remember in college getting marks off mm. on an English paper because I used the Oxford comma. It's like, what, what heinous kind of BS is this? Right? Well, the opening line for the song by Vampire Weekend is I don't give an F about an Oxford comma. I thought it was who gives an F. Okay, maybe it is. Who gives an F? I have a lot of Fs to give about Oxford commas. So do I. I'm a huge Oxford comma advocate. I don't understand why would you not want to have that? It brings clarity to your list. And as a mathematician, you explained it. As a mathematician, it's critically important. Otherwise, as a mathematician... You would read it, let's say it's a list of four items. Yeah. You would read it mathematically without the Oxford comma as item one, item two, and item three and four lumped together as a singular item. Right. Yes. That's not how lists work. Right. Unless it's specifically that kind of list, and then you would want to omit the comma. For sure. I don't understand what I'm, even the rationale I'm is. I'm infuriated by it. Yeah. I'd like to find the presumptuous literary prick who tried to get rid of it and have a real talking to with that person. Yes. Comma. Man, I do have a lot of big feelings. Hey, you know what? We're not the only ones who have big feelings about Oxford comma. If you go on Etsy, probably Amazon. Oh, it's a heated thing. That's why this whole song is a thing. It's like, listen here, buddy. Comma. (laughs) Buddy. (laughs) I was going to say, you can go on Etsy and other places and find like people have created merch specifically to indicate that they are advocates mm-hmm. of the Oxford comma. It's it's even more important, mathematically speaking, when you've moved from an and statement to an or statement. Yeah. Then you can you can really have a, a big mess on your hands without it. Absolutely yes. So, yeah. A lot of big feelings. So I'm I'm not afraid to take the top off the jeep and scream i give an f about the oxford comma at random people i drive by you could really unsettle some people at stoplights oh i have i have (laughs) speaking of unsettling people at stoplights and the jeep you did take daisy for a an inaugural drive down one of the main streets in oklahoma city that we live near and i can't even put into words (laughs) i'm still pretty traumatized by that you didn't even tell me anything about it it was too upsetting. i couldn't she was in here at the time i can't even share it on live air it was it was pretty spooky <laughs> and i had to lie a whole bunch to bolster her confidence that maybe it's okay to try to drive again yeah it was rough okay um okay listening wise i forgot to put this in our notes but i am making a note to myself okay. that i am looking forward to listening to the newest release um a, a limited podcast series from serial productions um of serial fame mm-hmm. they also are the people that produced s-town and the host yeah the host of s-town brian reed is hosting this newest release it's called the trojan horse affair and I don't know that much about it, except I do know that it's um, it takes place actually in England, I feel like. And he's doing a similar thing, journalistically um, investigating um, 
something that happened in the 20 aughts. Had to do with a horse from Troy? Yep. Yes. That's, I think, the outset of the story. (laughs) Have you ever known anyone named Troy? I knew a guy in college named Troy. Was he trustworthy? No. Okay, I rest my case. (laughs) It goes with the name, right? Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, I have not listened to that, but it is definitely a, a podcast that has a lot of buzz around it. So I'm very much looking forward to getting into that. All right. Uh, let's talk about some lifestyle stuff. Let's lifestyle it up. So this morning, we did opt to stay home from Mass again just for the comfort of people around us. Yeah. it's People get a little weird when you cough on the back of their neck. <laughs> or if you just cough anywhere in public. That's true. Days. But especially, I personally like to projectile cough at the neck height of people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it causes problems. Especially whether like- I like an Oxford comma or not. True. You especially like to do it if you're kneeling to pray, and then the person in front of you is not. They didn't kneel. They're just going to sit there yeah, so you like just... a real religious prick. <laughs> okay. And you just like to cough on I don't kneel for no man or God. <laughs> then why'd you Catholic, you weirdo? Yeah. I have problems with that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, we decided to stay home from Mass. Also, also, again, I hate to keep bringing this up, but the weird aches and pains. I woke up this morning and like all of my joints hurt. Mm-hmm. All of them. It hurt to walk. And so we didn't go to Mass. And so you came in as I was lolling about in bed. Okay. And you were like, what sounds good to eat? Yes. And I said... You said tacos. Breakfast tacos. Yeah. Tacos or burritos of the breakfast um, I variety. I prefer to say tacos. Okay. All right. That's your Oxford comma choice it's to make. It's how the letters sound okay um you departed for the store and gathered the materials i did i would highly recommend to anyone out there whether it's in a taco or otherwise to use um dang it now my mind is covid blanking what's the the meat like substance chorizo chorizo yeah thank you you do it's super greasy it's not oh, yeah it's not healthy, um, oh. but if you put a bunch of little potato cubes down in there with that, yeah. all of a sudden it's magically delicious. Yes. So you went and got you got the potatoes, you got the chorizo, you got tortillas and cheese and bacon. We already had Salsa, eggs. Salsa. Salsas. All the things. All the toppings and the fixings you could want. Yep. And as we were beginning to assemble everything together... The bacon needed to be cooked, but we had all of these other things, like the chorizo and the potatoes. We we had a crowded stove situation. Yes, and then I won a, an eBay auction for a box full of Oxford commas. <laughs> you had to it's use been, those up. It was a delightful morning. Um, <laughs> yes. So... You had suggested, and I forgot, we haven't done this in a long time. This is such a great way to do bacon. Pop it in the oven. Oven bacon. Oven bacon. Yeah. Bacon that oven. It's, uh, you don't splatter yourself. Yep. Or the countertop. Right. I don't know if it splatters inside the oven or not. I don't feel like it cooks the same way. No, it's not quite so splattery. Yeah. Now, it's also not going to come out quite as crispy if you're a a crispy advocate. But to me, you don't really want a, a crispy bacon inside of a taco. Right. 
That's true. You like the little added texture of the kind of chewiness of yeah. the, a bacon yeah. in there. Okay. So we did. We put it on a baking sheet at 400 degrees for, I think it ended up being 25 minutes by the mm-hmm. time it was all mm-hmm. said and done, and crisped up the bacon yeah. that way. Bonus, too. It's pretty easy then to pour that bacon grease out of the pan into yeah. something else that you're cooking or into a jar to preserve it for posterity, to put it in a time capsule. <laughs> Oh, yuck. Yeah. Oh. To grease engine parts. Yeah. It's not good viscosity for that. But no. You could do it, and your engine would smell delicious. It would. You do have that going for you, for sure. So I saw... I'm going to completely... This is still lifestyle. Okay. I saw this the other day. I've not brought it up, because honestly, it made me a little bit angry. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anybody who's a Jeep fan, mm-hmm. or owns one or has a close friend that does knows that jeeps are like the lego Mm -hmm. kit of vehicles yes all the things you could ever want and more if it doesn't exist it wouldn't be too hard to make you can have it on your jeep yeah and there is actually a purchasable thing that you bolt under the hood um that you would put your breakfast tacos in to keep them warm you're not cooking it you're you're putting them in there to keep them warm as you drive that makes me angry. I can't tell if you're kidding or not. I'm not kidding. It's a real thing. You can go find it. And if you have one, don't tell me because Is that it, it makes real? me angry. Yes, it's real. I'm not I am not making this up. It's a real thing. That is bonkers town. It's, yeah, it's a little strange. There are some strange ideas in the Jeeper community. Yeah. Jeepers love to refer to themselves as Jeepers. Well, you not, don't. Not all of us, no. <laughs> not in all fact, Jeepers. <laughs> not uh, not all Jeepers like the name. Okay. So. Yeah. There, that's a thing. Um, but bake in, the, bake in the oven. That's the, that's the real takeaway here. Yes. Not in the under hood oven of your jeep i i'm i need to see a picture of this because i can look it up later I'm, i would not lie about something this stupid it's not that i don't believe you i it is so stupid that i don't even think that you would make it up to joke about it i need to see it's not funny to how me. why it's, yeah. it's infuriating to you it is okay. it is um i'm sipping something that we <laughs> yeah. this is embarrassing that we hilariously this is created. worse than a an <laughs> engine box taco this is worse to me. I was joking earlier. Yep. We were, we'd had a drink. We were needing refills. Yeah. And last night for, I like to enunciate the tea. Yeah, I don't like it to get good. lost. Enunciating for Jesus I don't like here. it to be lost in there. So last night uh-huh. um, I had purchased Fanta orange as a drink for the children. And that's on the counter. And I had jokingly offered you, would you like some Maker's Mark bourbon with some Fanta? And you actually said yes. So I was like, okay, what the hell? And I poured it up. (laughs) You were like, it's okay if it's bad. We'll just pour it out. But then you didn't pour it out. And it was bad. It's it tastes like cough syrup. It tastes like cough syrup. I'm just going to straight up tell you all. It tastes like cough syrup, but not like in a bad syrup. way. No, like the kind that you'd go in and sneak shots of when your parents were watching the television as a child. Not unlike what you did which to I a did with bottle of Dimatap. Grape Dimatap, which yeah. made me wonder, would this be better if, in fact, it had Welch's grape no. or Fanta grape or grappe, however they pronounce it? I hate artificial grape, as mm-hmm. you know, so I would never drink that. Well... 
But my cough syrup mixer here. That's so disgusting. It's not bad. And it's not a joke. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if you had a a taco warmer under the hood of your (laughs) Suburban out there the way this is going. Um, Good. Somebody's running a chainsaw outside now, so that's happening. That is extremely loud for a Sunday afternoon. Wow. Like we had a neighborhood ordinance against chainsaw. It's got to be the new people. And I say that with the greatest disdain dripping from my tongue. I, I don't like them. Never even see their faces, really. I'm going to... No, I can't say what I'm going to do, or if it happens, then I'll get blamed. Yeah. But I'm not going to sit idly by while they run their chainsaw. While they run their damn Sunday chainsaw. Keeping on with the food who's, thing. What's, who's the saint of chainsaw, chainsaws? Chainsaws? <laughs> That's not a racial slur. I didn't mean to offend anyone with that. I don't know who the patron saint of chainsaws is, but I am almost positive there is one. It's a tongue twister, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, Keeping on with the food and dining theme. There is a magic thing everyone should know about. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's it called? Tahin. Tahin. How do you spell that? T-A-J-I-N. Yes. It is a seasoning blend available probably at your local grocery. You're going to want to look in the um, Hispanic food section. A lot of places, whether it's right, wrong, or indifferent, call it the Mexican food section. Okay. That's what that's what our store calls it. Ooh. They have on the, on the aisle marquee, it says Mexican stuff. Okay. Well... It may very well have originated in Mexico. I don't know the history of it. I tend to think that it did. Um, The the facility from which it comes is in Houston, Texas, not Houston, Mexico. (laughs) Um, It's a different Houston. Is there a Houston, Mexico? Pretty sure, no. Because, you know, uh, Sam Houston was like one of the... uh, People in in that Mexican-American, the the war for Texas. What's it called? The Texas the, Independence War? No, I don't know. The Anglo-Mexican War, I believe. Yeah. I made that up. That's a complete made-up thing. Um, it, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. It was... He's not quite as revered in Mexico as stealing, he is in Texas. Yeah, well, I, they could name a city after him and then, like, send all their outcasts there. Yeah. All of the lepers. Speaking of outcasts. The lepers, Meg. Yes. And that don't brings us forget back to... the lepers. Yes. Saint Leprosy. Saint... Uh, Pray for us. <laughs> Vincent de Paul. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's get back to the tahini before okay, we yeah. offend well, everybody on the planet. Everybody needs a little bit of offense. Yeah. Well, tahini is inoffensive. It is delicious. It's delicious. 
how should we go down the path of how we even came upon this? You start because I'm going to look up what the actual like spice blend is while you do that. Oh, I could even tell you that. You don't oh, have to look it okay, up. Okay, let's hear it. It's it's a dry seasoning. It is peppers, um, I believe, citric acid, lime juice. Uh, what do they call it? Dehydrated lime juice or something? Something oh, weird. Okay. Um, but basically, yes, it tastes like lime and peppers but it's powdered format Mm -hmm. so yeah pretty pretty solid stuff there is a youtube channel that everyone needs to be aware of we did talk about it last week did we yeah guga guga foods foods yeah he's solid and he had introduced mid-episode um when he was doing a bunch of short ribs different styles of making them he'd introduced his recipe for elote yes which is Mexican street corn. He, he was doing the cheap and easy way, so it wasn't even on the cob, any of that. It was canned sweet corn. Yeah. And the tahine was a primary player in that. Right. As it should be. Right. And So good. We made that last night, and then we used the tahine on the chorizo and potato portion of the breakfast tacos. Mm-hmm. It was so good. I also... So we had tried elote without tahine because... We couldn't find it at the store we had been shopping at. That was not our best effort at elote. Yeah. Um, it was tasty, but yeah. it didn't taste like elote. It tasted like fancy corn Yeah, stuff. it did. It did. Well, sometime after that, I had gone to Walmart, and AJ had sent me a like, like an SOS text as I was walking into Walmart. She was like, while you're there, can you get these things? And it was a very specific list. It was Talenti... Mango sorbet, mm-hmm. tahine, chamoy, camoy, that that fruity juice oh, yeah. stuff I that also even, is usually I, yeah. in the Hispanic section, um, and then fruit roll-ups. And so there's a TikTok recipe. Mm-hmm. If it's AJ, you know that her inspiration is always from TikTok, where you basically like. I think you mix the your mango sorbet with the, I'm going to say camoy, but I could be wrong. People are probably screaming at their phones right now. It's okay. Everybody AJ's, wants to AJ's, scream at their phone. AJ's probably cringing somewhere. She's like, what? My parents are embarrassing me. Why? What are they saying? Yes. Um, that juice and then the tahine, you mix it up and you like put... You unroll a fruit roll-up, and you put it o- over the top. It's still all in the Talenti container. Okay. You put it back in the freezer, and then, like, you take it out of the freezer, and then it's, like, this whole thing. Like, the fruit roll-up is, like, the like a little skin across the top. I don't Sounds know. Sounds horrible. Uh, she loves it. Well, I she will- also took snow <laughs> and did. put tahine and whatever that stuff is on there, and... I mean, we eat good meals here. She acted like what we normally eat is prison food, and she was thrilled to have this the gourmet snow treat. Snow treat. Yeah. Yes, I will put a link in the show notes for one of the TikToks because there's there's a an abundance of them showing how to do this little mango sorbet recipe. So. No, no offense, by the way, if anybody's a prison cook, <laughs> I'm sure you do the best you can with what you've got. Yes, definitely, definitely. Um, continuing on with food. Mm. We haven't done a lot of cooking in our COVID malaise. Right, like three weeks now. I feel like I am a a fast food marquee. Well, we've gotten to the point where we open Postmates or Uber Eats or whatever, and it's like nothing sounds good. 
Um, we have some great places to eat in here in Oklahoma City, yeah. but just like, I don't know, we've had so much delivery and take-in, nothing sounded good, but you were skimming through, um, and all of a sudden you were like, why don't we ever get anything from Ingrid's? Mm-hmm. So Ingrid's in Oklahoma City is an absolute like landmark, it's, well-known it's place. It's been on Guy Fieri's... Diners, diner. Diners, diners, and diners. Diners, no. driving diners, diners and death. <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. That's quite a mouthful. Thanks, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Um, but it's German food. They would say Eastern European, but definitely, oh. yeah. It's okay. it's very German. Yeah. And so we figured out how to get an order in at Ingrid's. And you, were, you told me, just pick something. Yeah, I didn't even care. I'm still not sure I do. So I picked for you the bratwurst and schnitzel. Fine bratwurst. Yes, the fine bratwurst and schnitzel platter. Mm-hmm. Um, had, what'd you think? It was, tell, tell everything that was on it. Okay. So, of course, there is, like, legit real sauerkraut. Mm-hmm. Which you got to have. If you've never had, you need to find a place that's making it, not the Vlasic in no. a jar garbage. No, no, no. Real authentic. Real authentic. And you may hate it, and that's okay. But you should try the real thing But at you least need once. to try it just so you can appreciate. Now, some people, some of us wacky Germans are known to just eat it straight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's it goes on things if you've ever... Uh, I think I think it's the New York hot dog. Oftentimes, yeah. you'll have the option to get kraut mm-hmm. on there with it. Um, definitely, Chicago does. Yes. So, yeah. Anyway, that and if you've never had sauerkraut, it's fermented cabbage. Yeah, yeah. So it's got it's a real power punch of taste. It is. It's it kind of has that weird ammonia mm-hmm. thing. I mean, if you're a fan of kimchi and other fermented things this is right up your alley it's gonna be good stuff and there's again there's plenty of things to eat it alongside of with um i almost get the the feel that germans would would traditionally consider this also like a palate cleanser between bites oh yeah okay which may be completely inaccurate and i don't really care i I said it so i believe it and you're german and i'm german you gotta pass yeah um that there was German potato salad, which is traditionally served warm. Mm-hmm. Again, this is something with a heavy vinegar presence. Uh, I felt like it was apple cider vinegar. I felt like there was either nutmeg, cinnamon, or both in there. Yeah, in this particular one, which makes for a very different, interesting kind of potato salad, especially if what you're used to is a cold served either mustard or mayonnaise based yeah. potato salad. This is very different. From very that. different. I thought it was delicious. Yeah, it was very good. Um, the fine bratwurst, my assumption, I did no research on this to validate it. My assumption is that that adjective of fine is in reference to how the meat was ground. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because we're talking, again, we're talking about a sausage. That means there's ground up meat and meat-like parts in there. (laughs) Um, And I think it was super, like, even more finely ground than whatever it is that's inside of a hot dog. Oh, definitely. It was, it was the texture was velvety. Yes. Very different. And 
interesting to me, it was like albino white. Yes. No offense if you're an albino. No, but that is the best way to describe this particular bratwurst. They had a good stone ground German mustard in there to, to eat on that. It was interesting. It's so different than what I'm used to having as a brats that just the difference yeah. factor alone made it hard to decide, do I like this or not? It was just a whole new experience. Yeah. And then what else is in the there? Schnitzel. The schnitzel, which, for lack of a better explanation, it's it's a chicken fry. I did look it up. It was actually pork, pork well, tenderloin. But the, but you can yes. Have you ever heard of chicken fried steak? Yes, that's beef. Yes, this was pork. It's again kind of in 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 uh, same vein of thought as a finely ground sausage. It wasn't like a big, robust, super crispy right chicken fried piece of meat. Yeah. It was super fine, mm-hmm. all of that. It's very tasty, very good. Yeah. Um, and then that was on top of potatoes, yeah. little pieces of potatoes in a little bit of a, a vinegary gravy. So mm-hmm. a, all in all, a very high vinegar content mm-hmm. meal. Yeah. I feel like I cured a bladder infection. I didn't have one. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> but you liked it, right? It it's very good. good There's a reason me. that this Ingrid's is a, an old place that stays in business. Yes, and absolutely. It isn't, it isn't just the pastries, which are also yeah. a delight. And def- definitely something they're known for. Ingrid's also is one of those places where you can order up like your Thanksgiving dinner or your Christmas dinner, and they'll do the whole thing with all the sides and all of that. Oh, they also threw in some homemade bread as a side yes. with yours and butter. And, yes. Oh, my gosh. It's all tasty. All Very tasty. Good. And I'm now a fat German. <laughs> Not saying other Germans are fat, but I am. Okay. Um, you got a new product this week? I did. For the beard. Yeah. Because you're also a bearded German. I am a bearded German. Um, I have a barber. Yeah. He cuts my hair and trims my beard. Indeed he does. He doesn't touch the mustache. Not really. He does just a little bit of trimming along the lip line. But yeah. uh, he's he's a little afraid of it. Yeah, I think a lot um, of people are. He has are. a small altar, and he worships my mustache <laughs> when takes, I'm not like, there. He plucks like he one, takes one, hair, one yes. hair every time you're there. Yep. There's these two little, <laughs> I think they originally were arms off of G.I. Joe figures, and they hold the singular mustache hair and he bows to it and says a prayer three times a day i believe yeah. uh not five but three anyway um this is he the, my 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 barber he's a young younger than me guy uh which isn't saying a lot but he's younger than me but he was classically trained by old school like what you would imagine a 1950s barber yeah yes stuff. like the true art and craft of barbering yeah yeah man pampering <laughs> okay that's it that's on his business card right um if he were to have one it would be there if you live in oklahoma city you actually probably have heard of kyle's barber because he's like famous he is famous in this city he does uh we were talking about this the last couple times i've been in there are at least two news anchors mm-hmm. that are clients of his a few members of oklahoma government and yep. which is all kind of fascinating because this guy um he's like a grown-up skater mm-hmm. he has more a higher percentage of his skin is tattooed than is not right Including underneath his hair, where at different right. times he's shaved a portion of his head to have a tattoo put on. A very tattooed guy. Not who you would imagine is doing the business of news anchors, just by yeah, by sight. Yeah. Uh, but he's a good barber. 
He's a very good barber, and like I said, classically trained in this essence, and part of that experience of, of men pampering is the old classic barbershop products and scents, and if you need something shaved, it's hot lather, maybe even made with a shaving brush, and yes. straight razor shaving, and all that good stuff. He does it all. He does it all. And so I'm always, I'm always intrigued. Uh, he has a, has a large repertoire of products. I'm always intrigued to see what will he use this time. Yeah. What will it smell like, all that. Well, for the last few times in, he's used uh, product on my beard. And it, it, it fits all of the descriptions of what you would assume an old school product would be. Yes. In terms of scent, in terms of functionality, because by golly, back then, if it didn't work, it didn't stay in business. That's for sure. I was under the assumption that this was, in fact, an old-school product. It's not, Ooh. which is fascinating. Well, a lot of men's products, if you're talking about uh, pomades for the hair and, and all this stuff. My hair, yeah. Um, that stuff was petroleum-based. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So imagine combing Vaseline Ooh. into your hair, which is effectively what a lot of that was. <laughs> yeah. Um, so back in a long time ago, back in 1999, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a barber who was trying to create good smelling old school barber shoppy stuff for his people, but that wasn't petroleum based. Okay. And he created what eventually became the Layrite brand. L-A-Y-R-I-T-E, all one word. I love it. It feels very vintage, yeah. but it was actually not that long ago. It feels vintage. It smells vintage. It yes. works vintage, but it's not petroleum-based. Okay. It's water-based, so it actually will rinse out and all of that. And in any event, this is what my barber used on my beard again, and it helped it lay down. It helped it actually lay right, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yes. And so I went ahead and hopped on the old Amazon and yep. bought the beard product, now they have shampoo, conditioner, shave cream, aftershave, pomades, beard oils, all the stuff. It's a quality company. Not getting paid to promote them, no. but I would say check them out. Lay right. Yeah. All right. You enjoyed the scent of it throughout the day. You yeah. Kept noticing, it, like, oh my beard, it keeps it, it so scent. Good. Smell it. Smell it on microphone. Oh yeah. It's yeah. very still there. Still smelling good. Right. Um, one last thing that I do want you to tell the people about. Last week, I sent you a text out of the blue and said, you... Said, take your pants off. <laughs> Don't ask questions. <laughs> I was driving at the time. <laughs> that was a different text. But I complied. Um, I sent you a text and said, tomorrow mm-hmm. at 1230, you have an appointment for an hour-long massage at a place that I named. Mm-hmm. And you were like, wait, What? Um, I'm scared, right? I am scared. I'm still scared, and it's already over with. <laughs> You're still trembling. Yeah, I've never, I've never taken my pants off for anyone besides you. <laughs> it's true. So, in the days leading up to me making this appointment for you, you and I were talking about how our bodies have just hurt, and mm-hmm. then you have ongoing, just kind of always their pain from yeah. old athletic injuries and. Those types of things. And you had said, I would pay someone so much money to just spend an hour just beating me up with a massage. Yeah. Well, I had come across a couple of weeks or months ago. um, It was a homeless camp underneath the Interstate (laughs) 44 Bridge. And they're like, how much money? 
I'll beat his ass for free. And you're going to pay me? It was, it was quite an arrangement. And it was odd to take my pants off <laughs> underneath the bridge of the interstate. Yes. Not that I didn't enjoy it. You cannot make me laugh or I will start coughing and okay. I will not be able to stop. Now, I had come across, because I was doing a little research, I would like to get in for a massage. Mm-hmm. And I, I had and you're really, going to with this yes, person. Yes. And I really wanted you to get in for one. This was even this was long before we got COVID and all of that. And I noticed that this woman that I had found and had has tons and tons of glowing reviews, that she'd opened up her own little shop that's literally across the street from Nico School. Yeah. And I was like, all Which right. Which makes it a strange place to take your pants off. <laughs> So I thought, okay, this is it. It's a sign that you are going to go in for a massage. Now, we've talked between the two of us privately for Mm -hmm. years about you getting a massage, but you had some nervousness around it because you do have to literally take your clothes off. Yeah. Um, But I was like, "It's, it's already booked. You're going. You will. I gave you all of the, like, here's where you need to be at this time. Here's how much it costs. It's already reserved. I gave you all the details. Yep. So you go in for, and this particular massage therapist does different modes of massage. She can yes, do the she's Swedish. she's very studied. Yes, very, very studied. She does the Swedish massage. She does Thai massage and therapeutic massage. So I had booked you for a therapeutic massage. So you go in, you disrobe, yep. you get the whole experience. But one so thing you were not expecting. I took my clothes off. Yes. And she's like, sir, we don't do that in the lobby area. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> damn, it's uh, had to put my pants back on real fast. Thankfully, I was the only one there. Yes. And the the way the sun was in the sky, the reflection was on the window. Uh-huh. People couldn't see in, supposedly. <laughs> um, actually, we we talked through like what you know what hurts. Have you ever had a massage before? What hurts? No, stop taking your pants off. Just talk to me first. <laughs> and we got through that part. And uh, then I feel like rather than just stick to a specific style. That she was very, very skilled at recognizing originally what I'd said and then just kind of through feeling, where's this person's body messed up? She yes. kind of built the massage style as she went that fit what my problems were. Right. And so you get, you're going through this whole massage process, but at some point she either told you or she just oh, started she doing told me. it. She told me as we were, as. Like the third time I put my pants back on, she's like, hey, listen. Uh, and she, she's uh, uh, an Asian, mm-hmm. um, has studied multiple countries like before being here, I think, even. But sp- yes. speaks pretty good English, but it's a little bit broken. Yes. And effectively, she, she managed to clearly communicate in a very sweet and kind way. I'm going to hurt you. And I was like, oh, shit. Meg paid all the money, didn't she? She took it to heart. She found somebody to beat me up. And sweet Jesus, she hurt me in a major way. And I'm not I'm not sad about it, but wow. Yeah. And she did a good job of knowing how far she could go before I would would tap out. Yes. But cupping. That's what is I'm trying thing. to get you I know, to talk about. I know about. that's where you're pushing towards <laughs> cupping. Um I'd seen I knew about what this was. I was familiar with it, but I'd never experienced it. Um, it's it's different. Most of the time you think about massage, you think about somebody pushing or pressing, right? Right. Cupping is like the opposite. It's yes. pulling. Yeah. And 
Yeah, there were there were muscular adhesions and things that I knew were in there, but man, I had no idea how severe yes. they were. And I think she ultimately connected at eight different points. Yes. With the, the, the cups doing stuff and wow, yeah. And she told me when I was done, she's like, Don't basically, you know, whatever you had planned for today, cancel it. You, yes. you just need to go be still and drink a lot of water and yeah. recover. And she was she was not wrong. And you came through the door after your massage. And, the and first my thing pants I- were still at the <laughs> massage place. I was like, damn it. The first thing I noticed, you had these giant bruises. Oh, they, they're they like hickeys that yes, are... like massive. Two-inch diameter. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at least two inches. Massive bruises on either side of your neck. And like, you're like, like you Frankenstein should see the rest plugs. Of- yes, yeah. exactly. And then you were like, you should see my back. It's just, you know, and you explained the whole process of, yeah. of everything that she done. I sat on the front porch and cursed a lot more than normal. Yeah. For like an hour. Yeah. Because I was just that, like, it was a, it was a religious, it was a profane religious experience. Yes. Yeah. Are you glad you went? I am, and I'm going back. Yes, that's the other thing too. Like she basically yeah. kind of was like, "Yeah, you need to." Be well, here. this was this was beautiful to me. Yeah, because I've done, and this isn't a slam against chiropractors, but I've done chiropractor. I've done a lot of other yeah, things over time, and there's an awful lot of people out there that want to sign you up for a series of crap yes. to be done. Oh, we got you on the schedule now, and we've got your social security number and your credit card number, <laughs> so there's no escaping us. Ugh. But I'd asked her, it's like, what, you know, what, uh, how often would I need to come in to stay on top of my getting this all fixed? And she actually was not leaping all over the opportunity to sign me up for a whatever. And it's like, well, she said, what I did today, you're 75, 85% good mm-hmm. at this point. But if you want to do more, no more often than once every three to four weeks. Yeah. Yes. So I was like, I, that's coincides with how often I get paid and some things. So that'll work. So I'm so glad you went. I knew that this was a hurdle. I mean, we're joking about it, the taking off of the pants and all of that. But you know, but I really had to take them off. Yes, that's true. A lot. Yeah. And it was just, <laughs> it, it was something that you had some nervousness yeah. around. But yeah. you. And then and, and she was cool. It's like you yes. could you could keep your, your drawers. That's what I call underbutts, the drawers. <laughs> you get to keep your drawers on. Yes. Um, and even if you had chosen to be naked, I thought this was fascinating. Uh, so, so her massage table, it was a true massage table. Um, it was outfitted like a bed with mm-hmm. a bottom sheet and a top sheet and a blanket and all kinds of stuff. And so you, you get to whatever level of nude you want to do, mm-hmm. and then you cover up with the blanket, and then you holler out, come hurt me! <laughs> and she comes running in and... Uh, only only intermittently were parts of my body uncovered, but never um at least I kept my drawers on, but but never my, my private regions were never uncovered. It was yes. a very tasteful and discreet experience. Yes. Yeah. Well good. I'm proud of you for going. Yeah. I know that it will be something that will continue to help repair some of these long standing yeah. um 
recovery from old, old injuries that you've had. And then also, I think she lightly chastised you for having an office job and yeah, being in an office Yeah, chair that was day. when I'd asked about return visits. She basically, again, a little bit of broken English was like, are you going to keep sitting in a chair like a dumbass? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, okay. Then once every three to four weeks. Yes. So, all right. Well, this has been good. Yeah. Thank you for sharing our... All of our lifestyling and etc. etc. Like we've forgotten a few as well. Yeah, it's I do possible. try to keep a little running list for us. That's true, here, but so. I don't always remember to tell you to write a thing down. That's true, and you don't always listen to me either. That's true too. All of that true. Yeah. Um, so it is a happy Valentine's Day to all of the awesomes. Whenever happy you may Valentine's be listening. Um, in the meantime, also, what a, what should everyone do? Have an awesome massage, would you? <laughs> Yes, please do go ahead and book yourself a massage. Yeah, do Just it. do it. Um, and have awesome... Today. Would you? And tomorrow. Okay. You get two awesome... Just two. Two awesome <laughs> days pick. this week. You pick. Yes. Two days of awesome. Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.